Ah, uh, so okay, we're up to uh, bottom line. Let, let me explain bottom line of you of Tesvavim and Beis. Let me explain what's going on. The Gemara had a shaila, and that is that if you wash, if you do half natilas daim, does it work for for bread? Half So I said, what do you mean? So the first the Gemara thought maybe it meant natilas daim. You have to use a kiddush cups amount, a revius. So maybe the case is we have two people washing at the same time a revius. It's poured on both people's hands. So that's a half. The Gemara says, no, that's a Mishnah says that it's kosher. Okay, throw that out. Then the Mishnah says, the Gemara says, maybe it means I'm washing them not at the same time. I'm washing one hand and then I'm washing the other hand, which is what we do. The Gemara says, that's also pasha that it's kosher. Okay, then the Gemara says, fine. The case is where I wash, let's say I have to wash the whole hand, right? I wash half, dry half A, then I wash B. So I, and then I dry half B. So I wash the whole hands, but they, not at the same time. Gemara says, but that definitely doesn't work. Because it's like, it's like dipping half a keili in the mikvah. That doesn't work. It, it has to be entirely submerged to remove the tumma. Gemara says, ah, okay. Half the hand is moist still. Gemara says, so what? Moist is still nothing. Gemara says, okay, fine. Half, that, that's what Gemara says. The chi'ika mashke tefech. So the Gemara says, really the case is you're washing half the hand. Hey, Gavin. You're washing, by the way, I... I'm having a hard time walking. Good. You're washing half the hand, then you dry half the hand, then you wash half the other half, and you dry the other half. That's the Gemara says. That's the kasha. And does it work for Natil Sadai? So the Gemara says, so how moist? Again, think of the hand as two segments, right? You have segment A and segment B. Let's say you have to wash both, both parts. You wash segment A, dry it, then wash segment B and dry it. So the Gemara says, well, how moist is segment A when you wash segment B? If it's completely dry, then of course it doesn't work. So the Gemara says, oh, Bottom line of the test from base. That part A is still moist. It's still moist. So you wash part A, you dry it, but you didn't do the best job drying it, so it's a little moist to the touch. And then you wash part B. So the question is, is the fact that part A is still moist, does that is that enough? So the Gemara says, Who cares that it's moist? Moistness is nothing in halacha. The halacha is that if you need to combine two uh, liquids, let me, I'll give you an example, okay? I'll give you an example of tuma and I'll give you an example of tahara, yeah? You have uh, a pool of tame liquid over here, a pool of regular water, not, not tame, and in between there's a stream that connects. So we know that's called nitzah which means the stream connects the two, so if this is tame, that becomes tame. Okay. What if in between the two, there's no stream, there's just moist ground? So you have a pool over here, a pool over there, and in between, it's moist. Moist to the touch. The halach is, it's not connected. It's not connected. So it's not connected, by the way, regarding Tumah. So if, uh, pa- if, if pool A is Tameh and pool B is Tahar, and in between, they're not connected, but there's moist ground in between, they're not connected. So pool B remains Tahar. By the way, that also works... Uh, that works, that helps you, because pool B remains tahar, but actually hurt you. What if you have a, a kosher mikvah, right? And then you have a non-kosher mikvah, right? We know there's a concept in halacha called neshika, right? Anyone who goes to a mikvah, which in Queens, we haven't had one in a while, unfortunately, hopefully we'll get ours back. But when you go to a kosher mikvah, the way it works is there, you, there's, a, there's a section that you, behind the wall that you don't see, which is the kosher mikvah that has kosher water. Then it's the body of water that you go into, that's not kosher mikvah water, but there's a hole that connects the two. 
So because the water is connected, you have the non-kosher mikvah connected to the kosher mikvah, so both become a kosher mikvah. Same thing over here. You have a kosher mikvah, you have water that's non-kosher, not tame, but just non-kosher mikvah, and then in between there's moist ground. It's not connected. It does not create two mikvos. So it says the Gemara, you see from here, Vatanan hanitzuk, Nitzuk means a stream that connects. So if I'm pouring water, so I'm pouring water, so I have a, a, a bottle of water, I'm a, I'm a guy, I have a bottle of water, a bottle of wine, I pick it up, so the bottle of wine is, is, is now Yayin Nesach. I'm pouring, I'm sorry, I, I'm pouring non-Yayin, regular kosher wine into, a, into non-kosher wine. So the stream, so the bottom is non-kosher, the top is kosher, but the stream connects and it's a problem. Or hakatveris. Katveris is not pouring, it's, a, it's like a, a stream downhill. So if you have a, 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 bottle, a body of water on the bottom, body of water on top, and it's down a hill, sloping down a hill, they're connected. Whatever the status is of one is the status of the other. If one is tummy, they're both tummy. If one's a kosher mikvah, they're both a kosher mikvah. Mashka tefeyach, enoi chibur, loy lutuma, veloy lutara. Hanitza vikadris, umashka tefeyach, enoi chibur, loy lutuma, veloy lutara. So this mission is assuming that nitzuk is not chibur, which means, we don't pass in this way, but this mission is going that a stream of water is not connected. And then it says, mashka tefeyach, enoi chibur. The main point is that last part, that mashke tefeyach, which means moist ground, is not chibur. Okay. So, what do you see from here? You see here that the fact that it's moist is irrelevant. It's not considered a connector. So if you have a body of water over here, body of water over there, and it's moist in the ground, it's not connected. So go to Arshayla. You wash half the hand. Then you dried it. Then you wash the second half. The first half is still moist. Who cares? Moistness doesn't do anything. So the Gemara says, fine. That was not the kasha regarding the Tilosidayim. What is the kasha? The kasha is, the case is you wash half the hand, then you dried half the hand, then you wash the second half. But the first half, it's not just that it's moist. It's called tefeach latfiach, which means it's so moist, it could wet others. Right? There's moist where you touch like the ground that just feels a little moist, but your hands are dry. Then there's so moist that when you touch it, your hand is wet enough that I could touch someone else, they're wet. That's the case. It's where half the hand is so moist that it would be able to give off liquid to others. And the kasha is, does that make it connected regarding the Natila Okay. I don't see necessarily the connection, excuse the pun, between Tafeach of Yadayim and Tafeach of Earth. It's true, but the Gemara is just assuming that does moistness connect or not, right? Water does, moistness doesn't, so moistness would not connect for the Islam. I hear what you're saying, but the Gemara obviously is equating the two. So the Gemara is defined. The cases where it's moist enough, where it would give off liquid to others. The question is, is that connected? Here's the Shaila. That's a Mishnah also that says that is connected, right? If you have the two bodies of water, and in between that, See, that's, Pashas is the case. In between that, there's, there's ground that's so moist that it'd be able to give off moisture to others. It is connected. So you're all kasha by Natil Sidai. What's the kasha? It's we paskin. That, that is a connection. So the Gemara says, Hanami Tanina. That's also a Mishnah. Tefech Lahatviach Chibur. The Tefech Lahatviach is connection. And seemingly it means it's a connection for all halachas. So if it's a connection for the laws of mikvos and the laws of Tumatahara, then I would assume it's the same thing for Natil Sidai. So what, what's the kasha? It's clearly a Mishnah. So the Gemara answers like this. Dilma Indian mikvos, Rav No. 
perhaps we're not sure whether moist tefeach latviach. I'll just use that term because I think we all know what that means. So it's, it's moist enough that it will contaminate others or spread to others, spread liquid. So the kasha is is that is that enough for netilas die? So we're not sure. So the gemara says, what do you mean? It's a first mishnah that it's a connection. The answer is. Perhaps when the Mishnah says that tefeach latfiach is a chibur, is connection, is not talking about in all cases. Maybe it was Davka talking about a specific case regarding a mikvah, and I would not be able to extrapolate. Meaning, there's still ambiguity in that case, because when it says in the Mishnah in Yadayim, in Taharis, that it's a connection, maybe it doesn't mean a connection in all cases. Maybe it's specifically talking about a case that I'll explain in a moment regarding a mikvah. But I would not be able to extrapolate to all cases. Therefore, hence, we could still have room for the kasha of is it a connection for Netilas Yadayim? Now, what was it talking about regarding mikvos? Again, I thought, and the way Rashi explained the case is, you have a body of water over here, a body of water over there, and in between the ground is moist enough to spread, and it's connection. That, that means it's a connection regarding all halacha. says, no, 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 no. Perhaps it's only a connection regarding the following case. What's the case? Ditnan. Mikvah sheyesh barbar msa. Let's say 40 saw is 10 gallons, let's say. It's not, but let's say it's 10 gallons. 40 saw is the minimum amount that you need for a kosher mikvah. Let's say you have a body of water that is literally 40 saw to the ounce, not a drop more. Now that's great. Here's the problem. The second you go into the mikvah, it's not, it's not going to be kosher anymore. Why? Because there's going to be some moisture in your hair, some moisture on your body that you're going to take with you. When you leave a mikvah, there's, it's dripping off. And if you have exactly 40 saw, it's no good. So this says the Mishnah, if two people go to the mikvah, one after the other, the first one it worked, but the second one it didn't, because by the time the second one got into the water, it was already less, less than 40 saw. Rav Yehuda has a shita. Rav Yehuda has an interesting shita. Rav Yehuda has if the first person is still touching the water somewhat, so you got one person's going in and one person's going out. If when the first person went in, the person that was leaving still had one foot in the mikvah, then the halacha is afashenitar. There's a connection. Why? The Rashi explains it's called good achis. Good achis means that we take that something that's above, we bring it down. Like when it comes to mechitzas, right? If you have like a, a wall that's hanging above the ground, boom. So therefore that guy that's above the water, because he's still in the water, there's still a connection between him and the mikvah, we sort of look at him and his entire body down. And all the moisture that's on his body, we sort of bring it down into the mikvah. So now there is 40 so. So perhaps when we said that moisture that's moist enough to spread is considered a connection, it was dafka for that case, meaning that guy that's leaving the mikvah, because he has enough moisture on him that could spread, it's a connection. Meaning, in other words, when we said tefeach latfiach is a chibber, maybe it's not a chibber for all things. Maybe it wouldn't be a chibber for my case with the moist ground. And maybe it would not be a chibber for Nathil Sadan. What was it connection? Specifically in Rabbi Yehuda's case. Why? Because it's working with good aches. But to apply it to other scenarios, maybe not. So the Gemara says, therefore, there was still room to the uh, there was still room for the Shiloh. Rashi explains, Maybe perhaps it was only said regarding that case, but regarding other cases, perhaps not. Hence, there's room for a Shiloh. As does Tefeach Latfiach connect regarding Nitil's Daim? There's still room for the Shiloh. Because in other words, when the Mishnah said that it's a connection, it was it was a reference to that case, but it wasn't necessarily something that meant in all scenarios. What about 
So now the second one is tar because of good aches. Yeah. So let's say his raglav is still in the water and the third guy goes in. So we say good aches, shabu good aches. It's possible. I have no idea. Maybe. I have no idea. I guess it would seem so, but I have no idea that's the truth. So the Gemara says like this. Um, okay, that's a Shiloh. We don't have an answer. Amrav Yirmiya, Hari Amru. Okay, this is an interesting halacha. Now, we don't uh, practically, uh, it's probably not an issue. Um, I don't think it's something practical that we would apply to, like, um, uh, mikvos nowadays. Don't, don't like, extrapolate this to mikvos nowadays. But in the beginning of Shabbos, they made a takana that any person that pours mikvah water, water that cannot be kosher for a mikvah. Mayim shuvim is not tummy water, but it's not water that's kosher for a mikvah. It means water that was gathered in a vessel. Right? You take, a, take a, like a rainwater, you take stream water, you put it into a vessel. That's, 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 that's not kosher for a mikvah. Sometimes it's not kosher for a mikvah. If you wash, if you go into that water, or you wash that water right after a mikvah, you're tummy. Why? It's like taking a shower right after the mikvah. Now, what's the issue? The issue was, they used to go to the mikvahs in the times of the Gemara. The mikvahs were gross, right? Because they were, they were outside. They were disgusting. So you'd smell afterwards. So what they would do is they'd go to the mikvah, and they'd hop in the shower, or they'd go into a bath. The problem was, over time, people were thinking you needed both to be a part of the purification process. In order to avoid confusion, they actually said, don't go in the shower, and don't go in that same room. You have to leave the building, take a shower at home. But you can't go straight from the mikveh into the shower, or straight from the mikveh into the body of water, because we're afraid that people will, uh, will misconstrue what's necessary for Tomatara, and eventually they'll think a shower is necessary for Tomatara, which it's not. And therefore, in order to avoid that confusion, they made a special Tumah by going into a body of water, or having three lugim of water poured on your head. Special Tumah. Okay. So the question is like this. Okay, fine. That's the halacha. So it says, Hari Amru. The halacha is, If you go into a bath of non-mikvah water, you're Or, Or, if you take a shower of non-mikvah water, again, either the bath you're putting in, your head and the majority of your body, or a shower is head and the majority of the body, both will create tumah. The question is like this. What if I didn't take a full bath, I did a half my body in a bath and half my body in a shower? Right? You put your whole body in a bath, you tell me. You put your whole body in a shower, you tell me. This, I put my lower half of my body in the bath, but my upper half of the body with a shower, I didn't put the majority of my body in either. 50-50. The question is, do they combine? Take Because they're two different takanas. The question is, do they combine? Take We're not sure. Okay, another shayla. Amraf Papa, Hari Amru, Bal Keri Choyla, Shenosla Tishakavin Mayim Tahar. Right? If someone sees Keri, right, someone lives with his wife or he sees a seminal emission, in the times of the Gemara, you would have to go to the mikveh in order to daven and to learn Torah. We don't, we're not makbut anymore, but that's called Takonas Ezra. Now, if someone's a Choyla, if someone was ill and they couldn't go to the mikveh, they were makel to have a shower. There was a makel to have a shower. Nine Lugan. Which, by the way, even nowadays, like during COVID, I know when people couldn't go to the mikvos, they would advise people to take a shower. Because if you have a long enough shower, I think it's like six to ten minutes, sitting under the water, that's considered a, a, a form of a, a, of a tefillah Ezra, at least for a chayla. Okay. So, the kash is like this. See, to, in order to remove this tumah, right, you either have to go to the mikvah or take a shower. 
What if you do half the body in the mikvah? So you go into the mikvah up to your waist, then you leave. And then half the body, you do a shower in the top half of your body. So you did half of either. Do they combine? Teiku. It's the halach, we're not sure. Okay. Okay. Here's what we're going to be dealing with um, from here until the end of the daf. Let, let me... Let me um, let me review this point. When a shliach comes and he delivers a get, he has to say, Bafani nechta, Bafani nechtam. There's two reasons. One is Rava and one is Rava. Rava says because we're afraid that the witnesses, people will call into question whether the signatures are legit. So by him saying it, he's confirming its good signatures. Rava says it's a problem of Lishma. So the Gemara and Daf Gimel said, what's a nafkamin between these two things? The nafkamin is, what if two people bring it? Do they have to say Meaning, if you hold like Rava that it's to confirm the signatures, they don't have to say it. These two people can confirm it anytime you need. But if it's Rava for Lishma, they will have to. Okay. Then one more thing to remember: the Gemara Sakasha, according to Rava, that it's to confirm the signatures. Why do you have to say Why do you have to say that you saw the body of the signature, the body of the document being signed? Who cares? It's the signatures, the Iker. So what did Rava respond? Rava responded, "You're right." Really, you don't. You shouldn't have to say b'fani nechtav. So why do we make you say b'fani nechtav? Because generally, to confirm signatures, how many people do you need? You need two. This was a takanas chazal, in order to be lenient for agunas. They allowed one person to do it. They were afraid that if the guy shows up and just says b'fani nechtam, people will confuse this and start accepting one witness for loan documents. Therefore, in order to make this very clear, this is different. You have to say b'fani nechtav u b'fani nechtam. Now, that was a concept from Rav. Gezeira that you might come to apply it to other documents. Okay, those are the two things. Now let's let's analyze our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said that if echad oimer b'fani nechtav ve'echad oimer b'fani nechtam, it's possible. One person comes and says, I saw the body of the document being written. One person says, a different person says, I saw it being signed. But one person is not saying both. It's possible. Why? Because... We accept if one person says both. You didn't say both. It's a problem. Fine. The kasha is like this. You have two people show up. One person says he saw one half. One person says the other. In other words, they said nothing. Yeah, Half is nothing. So basically, two people show up. They both say nothing. Puzzle. Now let me ask you a question. I just told you that according to Rava, if it's to confirm signatures, you don't need to say anything. Right? Two people that show up. Right? I said the naf community in Rava and Rava is whether two people have to say something. According to Rabbi, yes. According to Rabbi, they don't. So these two people showed up. In essence, they said nothing. Because he said, which is nothing. He said, which is nothing. A puzzle. Why is it a puzzle? Why is it a puzzle? These two people showed up. They said nothing. So what? Two people don't have to say anything, according to Rabbi. So the Gemara addresses this point. You understand the Kasha? And according to Rabbi, if two people show up as a Shliach, they don't have to say anything. And it's kosher. So this, what's the case? The get is being delivered. One person says, I saw the body of the document being written. One person says, I saw the signatures. Apostle, why? Because each one is saying nothing. Okay, so let them say nothing. I thought two people don't have to say anything according to Rava. According to Rava, you do, but according to Rava, you don't have to say anything. So you're going to tell me each statement is, is equivalent of nothing. Shine. Okay, fine. So let them say nothing. Who cares? It should be okay. So the Gemara addresses this point. The Gemara says, you know what the difference is? Says the Gemara, When is it a problem? When two people show up and say, in essence, nothing. It's because they're both not the Shluchim. There's only one Shliach here. Meaning, 
Right? You show up and you're the shliach, you're the official shliach, you say Bifani Nechtam. They say, well, that's not enough. And you're like, oh, 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 okay. Uh, Abi, you were there, right? And I'm like, yeah, I saw, I saw the body being written, not the signatures. I saw Bifani Nechtam. Puzzle. Why? Because each of us are saying nothing and we're not shluchim. Meaning, Rava's only cool with two people saying nothing when they're both the shliach. Over here, you're the shliach. So you're the only one that matters, and you're saying nothing. When Rav is cool is when two people are shluchim. When two people are shluchim, then they don't have to say anything. So says the Gemara, Lo when is it a problem? When the two people say, in essence, nothing. It's when they're both not the shluchim. Only one is the shliach, and he just last minute calls over a friend, but he wasn't the official shliach. There's only one shliach. But if both of them are the official shlichim, go to the next page, kosher. If two people are the shluchim, then it's kosher. Why? Because as Rava said, if you have two people that deliver a get, they don't have to say anything. Alma kasavar, shnayim sheviu get, Medina sayam, because this backs up what Rava said, which is that if two people deliver a get, they don't have to say anything at all. Perfect. So that's the first case in the mission that one person says, I saw it being written, one person says, I saw it being signed, puzzle, and we're interpreting it now, I, there's two people, but they're both not the shulchan. Okay, makes sense. What's the next case in the Mishnah? The next case in the Mishnah is, two people say they saw the body being, the body being written, and one person says that they saw it being signed, also puzzle, according to the Rabbanon, Rabbi Yehuda's Machshir. But the Rabbanon also say it's puzzle. Why? It's the same thing. The two people that say they saw their body being written, is nothing. The one person being signed, is nothing. They said nothing. I, I thought two people is enough. Same thing. They're not shluchim. Meaning, the case where three people are talking is when they're not shluchim. The only shliach is the Bafani nechtam. If they were all shluchim, itaka would be good. The Gemara speaks it out. Amalei Abayas, Abayas clarifies. Elamiata, so according to you, that it's only an issue when they're not shluchim, but if they were shluchim, it would be okay, even though, despite the fact they're saying nothing, in essence, then go to the next case in the Mishnah. Two people say they saw the body being written. One person says he saw it being signed. So you have three people that show up here, says the Rabbanon puzzle. Why? Because the one person that says that he saw it being signed is not enough. The two people that say it's being written, they're also it's not enough because they're both just saying half. That half is nothing. That half is nothing. Zero plus zero equals zero. Did the Rabbanon puzzle it? Rabbi Yudah is machshir. Rabbi is okay with it. We'll explain in a moment. But okay, so what do you have over here? Yeah? You have three people showing up. They're all, in essence, saying nothing, and it's a problem. Well, I thought it's okay if two people show up according to Rava. Says the Gemara, same thing. The answer is yes. This is only an issue because they're not shluchim, meaning they're not all three shluchim. If they were three appointed shluchim, it would taka be fine. Because according to Rava, that the whole point is to confirm the signatures, as long as there are two shluchim or more, you don't have to say b'fani nechta, b'fani nechta. So now we've interpreted that the machloikis between Yehud and the Rabbanan in the second case. Again, the first case is universally accepted, seemingly, which is one person says that he saw the body, one person says that he saw the signatures, you're saying nothing, you're saying nothing. Puzzle. That, we said, is a problem because they're not shluchim, fine. If they were shluchim, it'd be okay. Then the second case, which is two people say they saw the body, they're saying nothing. One person says they saw the signature, he's also saying nothing. Possible, according to the Rabbanon, Rav Yudah's machsher, it's machal, I guess, but the Rabbanon say it's possible. Why? Because they're all not shluchim. Okay. So in essence, if they're shluchim, everyone agrees it's fine. They're not shluchim. So fine. The Rabbanon say it's possible. Rav Yehuda is machsher. Let me ask you a question. What is the machal, about? They're not shluchim here. Right? The only shliach is you. You're the only shliach. You're saying b'fani nechtam. You're saying it was signed. 
But we said that's not enough, so you're saying no. You two, because they say it's not enough, and you get panicked, and you called Menashe and Gavin, and you're like, hey, can you guys help me? And you're like, yeah, we saw the body being written. The Rabbanon say, puzzle. Review the Zmachshah. What's the Machlik is about? What's the Machlik is based on? So the Gemara says, What's the Machlik is about? It's a very, very gishmak. It, it comes together. According to Rava, I said this before, according to Rava, if one person says, nechtam alone, that's it. All he says is, nechtam. shouldn't it be okay? Again, Rava doesn't care about the body. All he cares about the signatures. So it should be okay, yeah? So stam a get. Forget about this case. Stam, you come deliver a get. You should say, and we should say, kosher. So what's the issue? As I said before, the issue is, if you just say, people are going to apply this to loan documents. And they're going to say, well, if that guy confirmed a single, single guy confirmed, why can't uh, the loan documents? What happens in this case? You show up, you're the only shliach. You say, we told you no good. You panic, you call Gavin and Menashe, and you say, hey, hey, do you guys see the, and they say, yeah, yeah, well, we saw, but it's also not so good. So what's the machlekes about? The Rabbanon passel it because what you said is irrelevant because you only said half, minus you. We're just left with the shliach who said b'fani nechtam. No good. Gezeira, you might come to apply the loan documents. Why is Rabbi Yehuda cool with it? Because Rabbi Yehuda says, this is such a strange case where in essence you have three people attesting to it. Yes, technically only one shliach. But you have three witnesses to this do- document. That is so strange. Milsa delo shechicha lo gazer be rabbanon. So the machlokis is whether in this specific case are we concerned? Technically, there's only one shliach, and he's only saying half. But if you actually take like a big picture, you got three people testifying about this. So what are you afraid of? That people are going to compare this case to a loan document? This is such a strange circumstance. You got two people who saw the first half, one person who saw the second half. That's so strange. I'm not concerned. So the machloikis of Yudah the Rabbanan is where they're not all shluchim. There's only one shliach. And the machloikis is, are we concerned in this case that people would apply this case to a loan document and they'll know their statement is irrelevant. In essence, it's only you saying half. Are we concerned? That's the machloikis. Okay. Fine. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yes. But that's what you have here. So what we've clarified is that this machlokis between Yud of the Rabbanan is not in all circumstances. It's only when one of them is a shliach. Because if all three are a shliach, they don't have to say b'fani nechtam. It's tafka where one is a shliach and the machlokis is, are we concerned that people will extrapolate this to loan documents? Fine. Lishna achrina, there's a different version. And that is that the machlokis is taka even when they're all shluchim. Meaning, I explained this entire sugya to you that if there's multiple shluchim, even if he's saying b'fani nechtav, and they're saying b'fani nechtav, which is nothing, and that's nothing, but it's fine, because when there's multiple shluchim, you don't have to say anything. Lishna Achrina disagrees with that. Lishna Achrina says no. Lishna Achrina, the Gemara says, is the second Lashen, Amri la, Amri Rav Shemul Bar Yehuda, Amri Rav Yehuda, Amri this version says no. In the first case, where you have one person says b'fani nechtam, one person says b'fani nechtav. So you, in essence, have two people delivering it, but they both say nothing. It's a problem, even when they're both shluchim. Because although I said before, when they're both shluchim, they don't have to say anything. This gemara feels that it's a problem. Perhaps this gemara is following Rabbah. 
right? Rabbah says that it's due to Lishma. If it's due to Lishma, then even multiple people will have to say. So according to this version of the Gemara, even if both are Shluchim, it's a problem because you have two Shluchim, one saying nothing, the other one saying nothing. So they said nothing. So it's a, it's a puzzle. According to this, says the Gemara, Amri um, uh, because this Gemara is following the view not like Rav and this Gemara is assuming that if multiple people deliver a get they have to say not like Rav so if they have to say it these people are not saying anything so it's a problem the Gemara now plugs this in now plug it in the answer is, that according to this, that would mean that the Rabbanon hold it's a problem even when they're all shluchim. So that means in the next case, where two people say they saw the body being written, one person says, I saw it being signed, even if they're all shluchim, it's a problem, according to the Rabbanon. Why? Because they say they saw the body being written. That's nothing. He says the body being signed. He saw it being signed. It's also nothing. So it's puzzle. Rav Yehuda's machsha, Rav Yehuda's mekel. What's the machlaikis now, according to Rav Yehuda and the Rabbanon? Again, they're all shluchim here. So what's the machlekes? Now the machlekes is very simple. So now, in essence, according to this, it works out very beautifully. The case, the second case is, I appointed three shluchim. You're my shliach, but you only said b'fani nechtam. You're two my shluchim also, but you only said b'fani nechtav. Rabbi Yehuda is cool with it. The Rabbanon are not cool with it. Why are the Rabbanon against it? It's the Machlekes, Rava and Rava. These Machlekes Tanaim is Mamish, Rava and Rava, according to the second version. Because Rava holds that if there's multiple Shluchim, you don't have to say anything. So I, you said nothing. I, they said nothing. You don't have to say anything. Rabbi Yehuda holds like Rava, that it's about Lishma. So what do I care that there's multiple people? You have to say something. And it, because you didn't, it's a problem. So the Machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon, whether multiple shluchim have to say something at all is the machlekes rav and rab. Perfect. Here's the problem. Here's the issue. What I've just done, which works very nicely, is I've made machlekes rav and rab a machlekes tanoim. We don't like to do that because that means that rav doesn't work with everybody and rav doesn't work with everybody. So the Gemara says lema de rab of a rav tanoi. You just made a machlekes tanoim out of rav and rab. It's not great. So the Gemara says, no, I can get out of it. According to the second Lashon, by the way, according to the first Lashon, everyone agrees with Rava. According to the second version, Rava and Rava are arguing. So the Gemara says, Rava metaritz kalishin akama. Now Rava, okay, here's the issue. Right now, according to the second Lashon, the machlekes tanoim is Rava and Rava. That's not great. So they go to Rava and they say, hey, you realize that according to the second Lashon, your view is not world accepted. Meaning according to the first Lashon, everyone agrees with Rava. According to the second Lashon, it's a machlekes Rav and Rava, which means the Tanoim are arguing in Rav and Rava. So they go to Rav and they say, "Hey, according to the second lashon, you know that Rav Yehuda doesn't. Uh, you know that the, the that the Rabbanon don't hold like you, because the second lashon they're all shluchim, and the Rabbanon hold that's possible because they're not saying a good thing. According to Rav, you don't have to say anything. So you know what Rav says? I hold like the first lashon. <laughs> Easy meaning." Rava's only as machlek is Rav and Rava according to the second Lashon. According to the first Lashon, Rava is universally accepted. So Rava says, I'm going to follow the first Lashon. How does Rava deal with this? Rava, 
Okay, here's beautiful. Let, let's focus on this. The second lashon. I think we got. I think we got in this. The second lashon. The case is I appointed all three shluchim. You're saying b'fani nechtam, which is nothing. You're saying b'fani nechtam, which is also nothing. The rabbanon say it's possible because each person is saying nothing. Review this says it's kosher. How could Rava explain this machlokus that everyone agrees with him? Again, what's Rav? Ra- I'm saying Rava. How could Rava explain this machlokus that everyone agrees with him? What's Rava shita l'shma? Now, if it's l'shma, all three of you have to say l'shma. Have to say b'fanechtam I don't care that there's multiple shluchim. I need someone to say b'fanechtam They don't. So I totally get the rabbanon. But how, how does Rabbi Yehuda work according to Rabba? Again, in this case, they're not saying b'fanechtam which means there's a lack of lishma. So this machleka seems to be one holds of Rava and one doesn't hold of Rava. So how does Rava interpret this? You know what Rava says? If you remember, there was one other point that Rava made. Rava's whole thing was, you have to say because of lishma. Okay. If you remember, on like Dalit or Hay, they said that nowadays, everyone is pretty learned in lishma. Right, if you remember, that was Achar Shalomdu. So then we said, well, if it's after, now that people are learned, then why do you have to say before Nechlem anymore? So Rabbi said, it's a gezeira that people might come to forget. The answer is, that's the Machlegas Tanaim. Meaning, the case is you appointed all three Shaluchim. You're saying before Nechlem, which is nothing. You're saying before Nechlem, which is nothing. So in essence, no one's saying anything. So the Rabbanon say puzzle. Why? Because we follow Rabbah. Lishma, no good. What does Rabbi Yudha say? It's kosher. Why? Not because he doesn't hold of Rabba, because Rabbi Yudha says, nowadays, this whole Rabba thing is not really necessary anymore. So although Rabba would initially say it's good to say before Nechah, I'm not going to apostle it. Meaning the Machlaikis is, everyone agrees of Rabba, the Machlaikis is in such a case where there's multiple shluchim, which is strange, are we concerned that Gezeir Hashem Yachzer Dover That's the Machlaikis. Rashi says, um, so, meaning, everyone agrees of Rabba, the Machlaikis is, what would Rabba say if you didn't say Bifani Nechtam? So it's really kosher, because think about it, the whole Lishma thing, they know Lishma nowadays. The answer is, you're afraid that people will forget about Lishma. The review is not concerned about that. But everyone could work according to this. So Rabbah can work according to both opinions. Now, let's just finish up the daf. Uh, now, here's one quick point. This is, I think, just stama point. I don't think this is completely related to what we said. You have two cases in the Mishnah. Yeah, The first case is, one says b'fani nechtav, one says b'fani nechtam. Puzzle. Why? Because you're saying nothing, you're saying nothing. I, it's two people. Who cares? Puzzle. Second case is, one person says, B'fani nechtam. Two people say, B'fani nechtav. You're saying nothing. They're saying nothing. The Rabbanon say, Puzzle. Ravid says, it's fine. Why? Because you got multiple people. And it's, and therefore, there's no concern of Rava. And the whole Rava thing, nowadays, they, it's really like, the it's fine. Let me just ask you a question. So why doesn't Rav Yehuda argue in the first case? Isn't the first case and the second case basically the same? The first case, one person says b'fani nechtam, one person says b'fani nechtam. How many is that? One plus one is two. Okay. The second case is one person says b'fani nechtam, two people says it's three. 
Rabbi Yehuda's cool in the second case because he's like, listen, once you have multiple people, there's no Rava concern anymore and the whole Rava thing is not a problem. So what about the first case? Why doesn't he argue in the first case? But what's the difference? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You have two people. In the second case, at least you have two people saying, but but that means nothing because they're both saying half. Meaning, in the second case, he's cool with it because you got two people here. You got two or more. The first case, you also have two or more. You have two. Second case, you have three. So the Gemara says, you know what? He argues in the first case too. Meaning, meaning, I want to. I, I, I set you up a little bit. The Gemara says, no, no. The answer is really he argues in the first case too. The, the, the Mishnah just didn't clarify. Meaning, when he argued in the second case, you're supposed to uh, assume he argues in the first case as well. So the Gemara says, uh, The answer is hard did argue in the first case as well. Okay, You're telling me that Rav Yehuda in all scenarios is cool with it. He's cool with the case of three. He's cool with the case of two. Not like you that made the distinction. He's cool with in all cases. Here's the problem. The problem is Rav Yehuda Machshir Bazu. In the second case, the lashon of the brisa is Rav Yehuda says I'm cool in this case. That implies that there's a case that Rav Yehuda is not makel. Bazu. There is a case that Rav Yehuda is not Mekel. So Rav Yehuda is Mekel in case of three. Because there's no Lishma and there's no issue because nowadays they know it. And there's no, there's no Rava, there's no Rava issue. Now you're telling me he's also cool in the case of two. But I know there's one case that he passes. What's the case that he passes? It must be that he argues in the first case. Not like what I said. The answer is no. So, no, the answer is like this. In the case where there's two people, he's Mekel. In the case where there's three people, he's Mekel. What's the only case he's not Mekel? Here's the case. Simple. One shliach, just one guy, you show up and you just say, Bifani Nechtam. Puzzle. That's the one case that he yells an issue. Why? Because, as we said before, um, we're afraid that it'll be applied to loan documents. Right? If you just say, Bifani Nechtam, It'll be a place. To, so Rabbi Yehuda says, I'm Mekel in the case of two. I'm Mekel in the case of three. When am I not Mekel? In this case. I mean, this is pretty posh. Like, like, does Rabbi Yehuda have to tell me that? Rabbi Yehuda's like, you should know there's a case that I hold as a problem where he says, Bifani Nechtam. Yeah, it's like universally accepted to be an issue. So the Gemara says, Salka, uh, that you might think, What's the Chiddush? Is Rabbi Yehuda concerned that people will forget about Lishma? I said before that according to Rabbah, nowadays they know Lishma. The Rabbanans still feel it's a problem because we're afraid people will forget about Lishma again. Rabbi Yehuda wasn't concerned. He wasn't gozer that. So you might think if Rabbi Yehuda's not gozer that, maybe he's also not gozer that you might come to apply it to loan documents. Meaning, maybe Rabbi Yehuda's just not into applying gzeris. So maybe, if the fact that Rabbi Yehuda's leaning in this case... Maybe he'd be lenient if you just said Bafani Nechtam. Kamash no. They're two independent Shilas. Bafani Nechtam is an issue because it's if he just says that, people will apply a single witness to confirm a loan document that he was concerned about, but he wasn't concerned that Lishma will happen again. Now let's just finish up uh, a story uh, very, very quickly. We'll go into tomorrow's daf. It's 8.26. I'll be done by 8.30. Uh, the Gemara says, argue if two people bring a get, you see that Rabbi Yehuda is cool in any case of two or more. Rabbi Baravchana Cholash. Rabbi Baravchana once became sick. So Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi went to visit him. So they're visiting Rabbi Baravchana. 
they asked him while they were talking and learning, while they were visiting, and they asked him, What's the halach if two people bring? Do they have to say at all? Meaning, do we pass on like Rava or Rava? That, that's the Shiloh. They don't have to say because according to Rava, it's not necessary. If these two people were to say that she was divorced, they'd be believed. Meaning, once you have two people, you don't. It, it's confirmed by the nature of two people as it's not necessary, like Rav. Now, just to end the story, they're talking with this with this Rav. They're speaking to Rav Rechana while he's sick. While this happens, there was an act of anti-Semitism. While they're talking, this guy came in, Chav, this Persian guy. Non-Jewish Persian guy walks in, shakla shagamayu, and he took away the lamp. That was his way of like you know knocking off the hat. Like it's like the you know like the attacks like they have in Brooklyn. Like they'll punch a Jew. He took the lamp away, so they were sat in the dark. So Amr, so Rabbi Chana said, Rachmana Hashem, Oy betulcha, Oy betul Either give us your shadow, meaning protect us, or send us to the hands of Esav, meaning I'd rather Christians than Persians. Meaning either Hashem send us the Beis Hamikdash. Or at least send us to a Goyish country that's a Medina Shalchasid. I'd rather Christians, Esau, than Persians. The Persians were the worst. I'd rather, I'd rather the Christians than the Persians. At least send us to like, uh, a place that doesn't have anti-Semitic attacks. Now the Gemara just ends off with this. That means that the Romans, who are from Esau, are better to the Jews than the Persians. He's saying, I'd rather the Christians than the Persians. Is that true? What does it mean? Hashem understands uh, the Torah's ways and he, know, and he knows our place. What does this mean? Hashem knew that we couldn't stand the Romans, so he sent us to Bavel. Meaning, Bavel is Persia. So, one second. So, I, 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 Hashem sent us to Bavel, to Persia. And not to Rome because we can handle Rome. So I thought you said the Romans, which come from Esav, are better. So are the Romans that come from Esav better than the Bavel or not? So the answer is meaning is Bavel better or not? Right? At first you're saying Bavel is terrible because it's the Persians, but now you're saying Bavel is better. The answer is like Kasha. The answer is if you know the Jewish history, when Bavel uh, conquered Eretz Yisrael with Nebuchadnezzar, he wasn't Persian. Persians started with Daryavish and with Achashverish and Cyrus. So the answer is, is Bavel better? When it was just the Christians or just the Esav, Bavel was better. Once the Persians started coming into Bavel, then Bavel's no good. So it's consistent. Give us the Romans over the Persians always. It's just that Bavel, once Bavel, Bavel had the Persians, then we, then we couldn't handle Rome. Before the Persians, then Bavel was better than Rome. That's the Gemara's explanation. I will stop here. Was this uh, 16? All right, Shkayach.